Hi, love, and welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly Bluth, and I am a certified holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back. You've got another solo episode with yours truly today, and the focus today is going to be on the liver, yes. So if you're ready to take back your health, one of the big things that is going to be important for you to address is your liver. So our liver is our body's primary filtration system. It converts toxins into waste products. It helps to cleanse your blood. And it also metabolizes nutrients and medication to provide the body with some of its most important proteins. So it's really this this kingpin of the body, so to speak, right? And so I really want to talk about, one, what we're noticing in the world, specifically in the United States, what we're noticing in terms of statistics that are showing us that liver dysfunction is becoming more and more prevalent in our society. But two, I want to share with you you know, I'm always focused on trying to help you. So I want to share with you how we can support our liver, how we can reverse some of the potentially damaging things we've done to our liver through our lifestyle so that you can heal your liver and then therefore heal your body, right? Be one step closer to the ultimate life that you deserve, that you want to have. Okay, I wanted to take a break for a moment to rave about a brand I am currently obsessed with. Funkit Wellness is an amazing company founded by Kate Morton, who is a registered dietitian and an amazing human being. Funkit is known for their seed cycling kits that support a woman's monthly cycle through the incorporation of seeds. You can easily add the ground seeds to your breakfast bowls, smoothies, guacamole, or any other meal you desire for added flavor and cycle support. Seed cycling helps decrease PMS symptoms, support a regular cycle, and even has been linked to increasing fertility. I love adding my seeds to a breakfast taco or some homemade guac. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Funkit also has a great maca powder too that is supportive in naturally improving your mood and providing you with more energy. I mean, who doesn't want that, right? I love adding my maca powder to a warm mug of almond milk and adding a splash of organic unfiltered honey in the morning to get my day started off on the right note. I highly recommend maca powder. You won't regret it. And because I appreciate my listeners so much, I am sharing with you a code that will save you on these amazing products. If you use code KELLY20 at checkout, you will save 20% on your order. After listening to this episode, go check out Funkit's amazing website. As always, the info will be in the show notes for you. All right, now let's get back to this incredible episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let's dive into some statistics before we get going. According to the Liver Foundation, so liverfoundation.org, 25% of Americans, so a quarter of Americans, are dealing with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And if you're like, what is that? Like, say what? We're going to dive into that here in just a moment. So you hold tight. Another alarming statistic is that 5 to 10% of kids in the United States are dealing with liver dysfunction. So this is according to the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. Now, I say that's alarming, but if you really think about it, if you really think about it, Is that super alarming? Like, it's shocking to hear those things, but then when you really take a step back, you think, gosh, well, the standard American diet is like crap, right? We're eating literally like crap if you're following the standard American diet, right? Processed foods, refined sugars, packaged, blah, 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 blah. Like, the list goes on, right? If we're eating that, if we're eating fast food, like, on a regular basis, I mean, it makes sense, that these numbers are the way that they are. And, and quite honestly, I think some of that seems a little bit low. And, and I think if we continue to move in this direction of, of eating that way of living our lifestyle in the way that we do, which is for the most part, a lot um, of America is very sedentary, right? We're not getting a lot of movement or exercise and, and our diet is not nutritious. We're, we're sadly gonna see these rates go up and up. So my job today is really to educate you on how you can support your liver so that you can get it back into its optimal mode of functioning and really, you know, just take control of your, your health and wellness because it it truly, it truly starts with the liver. The liver is just this, this main driver of our health and wellness. And if we're not taking care of the liver by the way that we live our life, then we're, we're going to see our overall quality of health drastically decline. And so I want to dive into what non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is. So this is, as it says, it's not related to alcohol, right? We used to, in the past, think of liver disease as primarily being centered around someone who drank a lot of alcohol, right? But now in this day and age where we see so many people consuming mostly non-whole foods as their their main source of nutrition, not even it's not even nutrition, but that's their main source of of food intake, we are seeing a, a drastic increase of liver damage. And so we are calling this non-alcoholic fatty liver disease because that's what it is. It is liver damage that is not caused by alcohol at this point. It's caused by our lifestyle, the the way that we are currently being super sedentary and not eating a nutritious diet. So some things that play into that, right? Like how, how you can develop that condition there's a lot, right? So I'm going to dive into some some things that that go hand in hand with 
fatty liver disease, okay? So having, first and foremost, having too much fat stored in the liver cells is going to cause fatty liver disease, right? If you're eating a diet that is primarily non-whole foods, you're going to be taking in a lot of excess sugar, which can then be created into fat, then transferred into fat. Furthermore, you could be eating a diet that is also high in fat, which again is going to overwhelm the liver and cause the liver to to store that fat instead of to be able to process it and, and to get rid of it. So some symptoms that you might experience if you have liver damage or if you are feeling that, oh, I really need to focus on my liver because I feel like I feel like my diet's not great. Some symptoms you might experience if you've got some liver issues or liver damage uh, are going to be things like abdominal swelling, enlarged blood vessels, an enlarged spleen, red palms, and yellowing of the skin and eyes. So that's also known as jaundice, right? Now, some of that seems a little bit extreme, right? But I can guarantee you if you are someone that is dealing with bloating, hello, that is abdominal swelling, right? That, that is the same thing. So when I first started my health and wellness journey with the support of my naturopath, that was actually the first thing that we focused on was supporting my liver because my, my classic um, number one symptom that I always had when I was feeling just out of whack was I always felt bloated. And, and I shared that with her and you know, she, she did some tests and of course those tests indicated that I did have some higher levels of, uh, of my enzymes in the liver. So your ALT and your AST, uh, can be shown on a complete blood count or a, a blood chemistry panel. And those sure enough, they were relatively high, um, for, for someone my age. So that was one of the first things that, that we focused on was supporting my liver because without a properly functioning liver, your body cannot detox from anything else that's going on. And so that dysfunction has to be addressed first and foremost. And so I want to share with you con- some conditions that are directly linked to fatty liver disease. And so some of those include being overweight or obese, having insulin resistance, high blood sugar, being pre-diabetic or having type 2 diabetes, having high levels of fat, particularly high levels of triglyceride fat in the blood, hypothyroidism, which I have, PCOS, metabolic syndrome, sleep apnea, hypopituitarism, which is an underactive pituitary gland, and body fat concentrated in the abdomen. So if you're thinking, wow, holy cow, she just listed a whole bunch of conditions that I've probably heard of. Maybe I know people who have those conditions. Maybe like me, you're dealing with one of those or more than one of those conditions yourself. And so I think this is just a moment for us to really just reflect on, gosh, like 
this is this is serious, right? And another reason why we really need to focus on supporting our liver because if we don't, everything else is going to fall apart. And if it hasn't already started to fall apart, it's going to slowly deteriorate. Uh, you know, because the, the liver can only do so much. And if we're not supporting the liver, then it's going to, it's going to give out at some point. So I don't say that to, to scare you, of course, but I, I say that out of love in, in that we, we just, as a society, we need to make changes in the right direction. And so that is my mission, right? That's my passion is to support you and, and to share this information so that we can be making the best possible choices for our health and wellness moving forward. So the other thing I wanted to share too is that if the liver is in this state of crisis, it, it can potentially lead to what's called cirrhosis of the liver, right? Or scarring of the liver, which eventually can spread to the entire liver, and that can therefore then cause liver cancer and or liver failure. So, I mean, this is a serious uh, potential life-threatening issue that, that we're speaking of, that we're talking about, which is why, again, I felt so compelled to, to talk more about this, and I'm so glad that this was a, a topic that you as the listener wanted to hear. So let's dive in now to what you can do to reduce your risk of further damaging your liver or to prevent liver damage in general, right? So the first thing I would recommend is that you focus on a primarily whole foods diet, right? So that means that you're eating things that are rich in nutrients, so fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and healthy fats. Sure, you can have fish and poultry and beef, you know, sure you can have meats and and things of that nature, but all of it in moderation, right? And when we think about having meat and fish specifically or any kind of, of game or any kind of animal, we want to make sure that we're eating the correct portion size. So typically speaking, we want about four to six ounces of any type of animal uh, meat or, or fish as a serving. And that will help us get the nutrients that we need from that particular food while also not overly taxing our liver as it tries to process and take the, the nutrients while also excreting the, the excess that it doesn't need, right, as it processes as part of our digestion. So that is the first recommendation that I have would just be to make sure that you are eating a primarily whole foods diet, right? And really trying to eliminate the refined sugars, the processed foods, because those things are going to slow down the liver and they are going to actually over time damage the liver. The second thing I would recommend would be movement, right? And movement can be as simple as stretching or walking. I I love walking. Walking has become like my go-to thing, especially as a woman who has a cycle, a monthly cycle. Walking is something that I can always count on because even if I'm in my luteal or menstrual phase, I know I'm still able to get out and take a walk if the weather's nice, if it's not sweltering hot outside, or I can hop on the treadmill and do just the same, right? I can take a walk 
on a treadmill as well. So walking is highly underrated, but so beneficial. And I would aim to get 30 to 60 minutes a day. I get 60 minutes a day at least of movement in. And I mean, really, our bodies were meant to be moving way more than than a lot of us currently are. And so I would say as often as you can get up and move, you know, if you have the ability to work at a standing desk or to have a like one of those treadmill desks, that's awesome. But just try and incorporate as much movement as you can throughout your day, because that's going to also help detox your liver. And then finally, you know that I have a three-tiered approach to wellness, which is mind, body, and soul, right? And so I would be remiss if I didn't mention the importance of your mind in this process of supporting your liver as well, right? So if you don't know, a sluggish liver can actually cause you to have feelings of anger, of frustration, of impatience. And I feel like in this day and age, who doesn't have those feelings, right? Which means a lot of us probably are dealing with some sort of liver dysfunction. And so it is extremely important for us to realize that our mindset also plays a huge role in our overall health and wellness. So being able to just stop and take a breath, maybe practice some box breathing or EFT tapping, journaling, some light meditation or maybe deep meditation if that's your thing, listening to calming music, reading a book, right? Just taking time to give yourself peace right? To give yourself time to just be and to not constantly be going, going, going. Our body needs that. And so being mindful is important in this process of supporting our liver, just as being mindful is supportive of pretty much any other process or any other condition we are dealing with in life. So that being said, I want to, before we wrap up, I want to share just some specific foods that are really supportive of the liver and then also some herbs that you might consider maybe using as well. All right, so some liver-loving foods that I would recommend would be tea, grapefruit, blueberries, cranberries, grapes, avocados, walnuts, and cooked cruciferous vegetables. So these would be things like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and mustard greens. And I just want you to know that the reason I am recommending these foods is because they have been proven to lower the risk of liver disease and cancer. They also are high in antioxidants, which supports the detoxification process of the liver. And they're also going to help protect against harmful toxins, which is exactly what we need when we are trying to rebuild and support the liver. All right, so now let's talk about some potential herbs that you might want to incorporate into your diet so that you can be supporting your liver through herbal supplementation as well. 
The first one I want to share with you is dandelion root. This I actually use in a tea form and dandelion root stimulates the release of bile, which is used to support digestion. And it also serves as a gentle diuretic, which is going to help you urinate the toxins in the body more easily. The second one I would recommend would be turmeric. This is known as a powerful antioxidant, and it actually is going to help you to protect and detoxify liver cells. Ginger would be another one. That's going to enable antioxidants and other detoxifying agents to lower oxidative stress, therefore supporting the liver. And then the last one I'm going to recommend or share with you would be chicory root. This is going to be rich in polyphenols, which has an antioxidant effect, and that's going to support liver, support the liver and reduce oxidative stress. All right. So the last three things I want to share, the last last bit of information I want to share with you is also related to vitamins. So vitamin A, K, and C are also going to be beneficial in supporting your liver because they are going to, one, support your immune system, but two, also help promote proper blood circulation. And both of those things together are going to help the liver function more optimally. So I would also recommend those as well. I really hope this episode was helpful for you. And if you would like me to go into more depth on this topic or other topics that I've previously covered, you know where to find me. Please feel free to reach out to me on social media or email me. And I would be more than happy to one, discuss it with you or two, to create another episode for you on the podcast, because you know, it is my mission to support you. And so I will do whatever I can for you. So that being said, I hope you have an amazing week and we will chat next week. Take care. I am so glad you listened today, but before I let you go, I have one small request. It would mean the world to me if you could rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify. You can leave a review on Apple podcast if that's where you're tuning in. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, which allows me to impact more incredible women like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so I can personally thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you, I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.